it's Aishni Kalkarni and I am joined by Shorya Singh. We both like to pursue animal welfare and have decided to create a podcast about it. So before we start, Shorya, what got you into animal welfare? Oh yeah, so I was like really moved by seeing the plight of the street dogs and cats in Hyderabad and many of them were underfed, thin, scared and injured. Further, there were like these videos on social media where someone or the other abused animals, like strangling them, drowning them, etc. And then I later joined horse riding in my school and this further developed my affection for animals. And I even have a pet dog. It's a Tibetan Mastiff. His name is Zeus. And yeah, I can understand the requirements, emotions and feelings. This has convinced me that animal welfare is extremely important. So Aishini, how about you? How did you get into animal welfare? Uh, I unfortunately don't have a pet, but um, I really have a great affection for stray dogs. Um, so that when I was seven, a stray dog walked into my building and gave birth to her puppies. I absolutely adored the mother and the puppies, but not a lot of people in my building felt the same way. In fact, they wanted to throw oh, them. Out. So that's I like to- that's mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's really terrible how people don't uh, think that animals deserve a safe home as well. So I wanted to make sure that the animals, I mean, the dogs stayed in the building. So I looked up online and I found out that there are rights that don't allow you to throw, to uh, displace an animal from its home. So after I, well, I knew that there is more where that comes from. So I decided to know a little more about it, a little more about animal welfare. So that's what got me into animal welfare. But there are a few things that still confuse me. For example, animal welfare and animal rights. What's the difference? Okay, yeah. So the main difference is like animal rights means that animals like humans have interests that cannot be sacrificed or traded away just because it might benefit others. And whereas animal welfare allows these uses as long as human guidelines are followed. There's like a good coexistence between humans and animals. So they're quite opposite, but yeah, they work fine. We work in harmony. There was a question raised the other day. It asked us, it, it said, actually, it, uh, it was taken from a quote. So there was a quote. Um, it said, if animal rights exist, existed, animal welfare wouldn't have to be there. What do you think of this quote? Do you think it's relevant? Yeah, that is, uh, that is actually relevant because if animal rights did exist, like then you wouldn't be having basically like people abusing animals or like somebody taking the rights away or like using them for like how I just explained, like using them for experimentation and all that. So yeah, if they were like animal rights were like strict and so yeah, you don't, you won't need animal welfare. There won't be any like these poor animals or stray animals like injured or something. So yeah, but it's not like possible. So uh, yeah, even animal welfare exists right now as for now. Agreed, agreed. Animal welfare. But don't you think animal welfare should exist regardless of animal rights? Because if you think about it, there are many existing causes that have Mm -hmm. laws to protect them. However, they aren't necessarily followed, which is why we have welfare, as in people who make sure that these rights are followed or that the rights come into place in the first place. So I, I, I think animal welfare will exist even when animal rights exist. Yeah, that's true. So there are some frequently asked questions, um, which Shorya will answer for us. So the first question is, why is animal welfare important? 
Okay, yeah, so animal welfare is important because like you see there are like many animals around the world that are like suffering and they're being used for entertainment, food, medicine, fashion industries, etc. And like every animal deserves to like have a good life, you know? Like you like even same thing was for humans, like you won't want humans being ex- experimented on and stuff like that. So yeah, so even animals have the right where they enjoy the benefits of the five domains. What are the five domains? Okay, so the five domains are the first one is nutrition. That's quite simple. That is like animals access to sufficient, balanced, uh, clean food and water. Second is environment. Like they, they basically stay in a comfortable environment. Third is health. That is, they're like good health and, they, and there's absence of disease. They're properly vaccinated and stuff. Fourth is behavior. Like the, they should be like uh, able to face the engaging environmental challenges. And the last one is mental state. Now, a mental state is like the animal should basically benefit from a predominantly positive state, such as like pleasure, comfort, and then it sh- and the negative states such as like fear, frustration, and hunger should be reduced. That's all. Hmm, that's quite it's more of like a psychological thing. Yeah, of course. The, if the mental health of humans can be valued, so should an animal's mental health be valued. So why are animal rights important? Okay, yeah, so animals also have rights that must be protected by human beings. Like, humans should never violate the animal rights. This ensures that animals coexist with humans peacefully and are, like, happy in their surroundings. Hmm. And how can... Okay, so... How can, a, how can animal welfare be assessed? Yeah, so... Accessing animal welfare has been proven, like, a really challenging task for the scientists. So they are like around three approaches as far as far as we know now. So the first approach uses like psychological means, such as like stress hormone levels, pain indicators, and stuff like that. So and the second approach is like utilizing the behavioral approach. That is a there's like a way to measure behavior is by use of a preference test, and it is like carried out by allowing animals to choose between various resources like space, bedding material, flooring surfaces, etc. And then this is measured by either the amount of time the animal spends with those resources or simply by like which resource the animal selects. And then the final one is like the natural living conditions. So this is like basically defined that the, this is defined by the, that animals should be kept in a natural environment and they should be allowed to express their natural behaviors. So yeah, that is essential, which is essential to their well-being. So yeah, these are all the, so that's quite interesting. You give us a lot of information today about animal rights and animal welfare. Now, there are many organizations that help animal welfare and animal rights to thrive. So I'm going to talk about that right now. One is FIAPO. Then we have Royal Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, Oxford Center for Animal Ethics, and the People for Animals. These are very few. These are these are few of the many organizations that exist to help animals to help animals coexist and for them to live a happy life, we have to recognize that animals, just as us, deserve deserve equal rights and deserve a safe home and a safe environment to live in. So this is our earth. Let's coexist peacefully. That is it for our podcast episode today. Um, I hope you guys learned something from it or just enjoyed the conversation. Um, I hope you will watch out for the next podcast, which is coming in a few weeks or days. 
So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Goodbye. And don't forget to feed a stray animal. Don't forget to feed a stray animal if you can. So we all yeah. have fun these times, and I hope you're doing okay. So um, bye. Bye.